Welcome to Episode 8 of ShimmyCast, a podcast for dancers and fans of Middle Eastern dance. I'm your host, Anala Rabari. For this episode, we have answers to the question of the week, our news recap, a review of the second volume of the Belly Dance Superstars CD, and an article by Salome on how to handle stereotypes. And this week's podcast safe music is from Susanna Tiang. And uh, this is going to be kind of an unusual episode. Hopefully the audio is not going to be too bad. But uh, in the background you might hear some fireworks because I'm recording this on uh, the evening of July 3rd. And there's a party going on in my neighborhood with the fireworks. And uh, my poor dog, Maggie, who is a Scottish Terrier mix, is curled up next to me because the fireworks are really freaking her out at the moment. (laughs) So if you hear some barking, if she gets too rambunctious, of course I'm going to try to edit it out. But uh, you might hear a couple of barks (laughs) now and then. And those will be from Maggie. Like I said, she's a Scottish Terrier mix, and she's a loving member of my family. And right now, she just needs to be near me because of the fireworks. She's a little distracting for me, but I'm going to try to get through that and record this podcast for you guys. So first, answers to the question of the week. one answer to the question uh, what's the most unusual or unexpected place that you've seen belly dancing and that answer is from me (laughs) so I'm gonna confess I'm a little bit of a sci-fi fantasy fan and a few years ago there was a short-lived but really good tv show on called Firefly it was kind of a western set in space But the creators had this really neat idea that before Earth was used up and humanity had to find new places to live off our planet, um, the cultures had started to meld together. Specifically, the Western and Eastern cultures of the United States and China. And this could be seen in the clothes and the fact that the characters just would suddenly start speaking a bit of Chinese in the middle of a sentence. And I was aware of all this before the show actually aired because of articles that I had read. And I was really looking forward to the premiere of the show just because of the concept of the idea of our cultures, the world cultures, melding together. And I was really interested to see how they were going to portray that. So the first episode airs, and I was shocked when the first episode started because, you know, the camera is panning across this very cowboy western-looking bar, and half the people were dressed in, like, Chinese oriental clothing, and the other half were kind of wearing cowboy western apparel. And then all of a sudden, across the camera comes a belly dancer 
performing in a cabaret costume with a light-up belly jewel. And it was just awesome in there. She was really good. She looked like she was probably a well-trained, talented dancer. Um, the music that they were playing for her was awesome. And later, at first I was kind of thrown by the light-up belly jewel. But then it, that's where kind of this sci-fi and the melding of technology, just one representation of it, um, Later on in the scene, there's a bar fight and characters get thrown out a holographic front bar window. You know, the obligatory, oh, it's a bar brawl. Somebody has to be thrown through the front window and the glass has to shatter. Well, in this case, it was a hologram. So the hologram gets disrupted and then it goes back to normal. So it was really well done. And I was, like I, said, I was shocked about the belly dancing because I knew about the melding that they were trying to do of western cowboy culture and even more of the um, modern industrial um, business side of western culture along with the Chinese cultures with the, the clothing and the language and things like that but I didn't know that they were going to represent so many other world cultures. And even throughout the series, they continued to do that. There, You could see women in burqas and traditional Hindi clothing with uh, the veils and the saris and um, just all kinds of things like that. And it was just these little touches here and there. But it was really well done. But for that first show, like I said, I was just really shocked when the belly dancer came across the camera and doing a cabaret dance. But it was lovely. And hopefully some of you will think to share some of your stories with us as to unusual places that you've seen belly dancing that just kind of caught you off guard, but that you ended up enjoying. And now your ShimmyCast news. Before we get into the events, I wanted to let you all know that the Indigo Troupe, and that's Rachel Bryce's troupe, now has a video podcast available in the iTunes podcast store. Um, so far, I think there's just two episodes out. They're really short ones, and it's just glimpses of the girls offstage um, during their personal time when they're not doing shows and things like that, but they're they're touring and it's like what they do hanging around in hotel rooms or in the dressing room or whatever like that. And the first two that they've done, I have to say, were pretty funny and cracked me up. So go check it out. And now on to the events listings. July 5th through 30th, Stella Mara, which is a music group that I've played on the podcast before, will be touring around... Hadutsti, Crete, and Athens, Greece for the entire month. July 7th through 9th, Oregon Country Fair is featuring oriental dance artists such as Salome, Yemea, Azia, and others on the Gypsy Carnival stage, and they will be performing to live music. July 7th is the 11th annual Wiggles of the West Belly Dance Contest in Reno, Nevada. 
July 7th through the 9th, Tribal Prayer Workshop and Show in Asheville, North Carolina. July 8th, there will be a Sonia Workshop in Coral Gables, Florida. July 8th and 9th, Unsuya will be having workshops in Toronto, British Columbia, Canada. July 8th and 9th, Jillian and Asim workshops and concerts in Coyacan, Mexico. July 9th, there will be a Luna Hofla in Canton, Illinois. July 9th, there will be a Sunya workshop in Longwood, Florida. July 11th through the 17th, Maui Intensive 2, an intense week of classes, excursions, and learning featuring Ansuya and Kijara in Maui, Hawaii. July 14th through the 16th will be the annual tribal retreat at Mount Tambourine Cedar Lodges, Queensland, Australia. July 15th, there will be a beginner tribal workshop at the Naughty Creek Farm Retreat in Sperry, Iowa. July 15th through 16th, Tribal Pura Workshops and Show in Evergreen, Colorado. July 15th and 16th, there will be a Sonia Workshop in Newport News, Virginia. July 15th through the 22nd, there will be a five-day belly dance workshop led by Bahara of Vienna. But the workshop takes place in Zylocostro, Greece. You'll see how it's spelled on the website. But I'm pretty sure, according to my research, it's Zylocostro. This class is being taught in English. I have to tell you, this one cracked me up because the instructor is Bahara of Vienna. And you go to her website, and it's all in German. So I couldn't read it. When you go to the website of the place that it's actually being held in Zoilocostra, Greece, and the website is half in Greek and half in English, but the class is being taught all in English. So there's just a lot of melding of culture and language as far as this workshop goes, and I think it would be really cool to go and check it out because it sounds like it'll be really interesting with all the melding of those languages. But I'm sorry, I digress. On to events. Uh, and the last event, July 16th, San Diego Area Middle Eastern Dance Association Fair in San Diego, California. They will be having workshops, stage shows, vendors, and live music. And I believe one of the acts scheduled uh, to perform is Solace. And I have played some of their music on the show before. So if you liked it and you're in San Diego around July 16th, go check them out live. I'm sure it'll be a great show. This has been the ShimmyCast News for this week. And as always, you can find more information about all of these events on our website. Emails and feedback. So we recently had a couple of comments left for the show on Podcast Alley. The first was from Sunny Blue, who wrote, Love this podcast, with two exclamation points. And then Deb Stroud said, 
Thank you, ShimmyCast. I live in the boonies in Nevada, and ShimmyCast is my connection to the bigger belly dance world. It has helped me get back into dancing after a long layoff and helps keep me motivated. I just want to say that it really inspires me to continue doing the good work that I do and to get all my friends to help me keep the show going. Because this is more work than one person can do, if y'all don't realize, which is why I'm so grateful for everyone who always helps with the podcast. And um, I, I kind of feel a lot like Deb living in Arkansas. Sometimes I feel like I'm in the boonies and I don't have a clue what is going on in the bigger belly dance world. And that's one of the reasons why I started the podcast was I wanted a connection to the bigger belly dance community and I wanted to help provide that connection for other people because I kind of assumed I wasn't the only one who wanted that. And that's one of the reasons why I love doing the question of the week and I love you guys emailing in about things you want to talk about or things you'd like to hear about or things you want to know about so we can kind of have a two-way conversation going on and we do know what each other is doing and what's going on around the world. So thanks guys and I promise I'll do my best to keep the podcast going. And I wanted to give y'all an update on the article contest. You'll be happy to know um, I'm about done with the guidelines for submissions and I have about five prizes so far. Um, most of the prizes that are lined up right now are CDs from the groups that I have played on the podcast before. And I'm going to try to get some other prizes that perhaps aren't in the in way of CDs, like um, maybe some jewelry or um, some other nice belly dance type trinkets that I can give out for prizes. And I'm still trying to line up judges. I'm hoping to get five judges. I myself am not going to be a judge. I will recuse myself of judging. <laughs> and I'll be the one who takes the articles in. And what's going to happen, when you submit your articles, you'll put your name on them and everything. But when they get passed on to the judges... I'll take your names off of it so that the judges are reading blind articles. They won't know who wrote them or anything like that. Just in case I ask somebody's teacher out there to be a judge and they submit an article, I don't want there to be any kind of, oh, well, that one of the judges was her teacher and she knew it and so she voted for her to win. There won't be any chance of that happening because I'll be the only person who knows who the authors of the individual articles are. The judges will just get the articles, the titles, the text, and that's it when they read them. So if you think you might be interested in being a judge, feel free to email me at shimmycast at gmail.com. Or, like I said, if you want to participate in our Belly Dance Around the World series and would like to be interviewed for the podcast, just telling us what belly dancing is like in your area or what your troop is like in your area, again, email me at shimmycast at gmail.com and we'll get that series going. And I think that's going to be fun. I'm really looking forward to that series because I think a lot of people will like hearing uh, interviews 
from other dancers around the world and finding out what it's like from their perspective. And it doesn't matter if you're, you know, if you've been dancing for 30 years or if you've only been dancing for five years. Being a person who has danced for a few years, I like to hear people who have danced for a while talk and learn about their experiences and everything like that. But I also like to hear people who are just starting out and just getting into belly dance talk about it too because it reminds me of how excited and energized and pumped up I was when I first started dancing and was just like so excited I couldn't believe I was finally getting to learn to dance and I think it's good for more veteran performers to be reminded of that excitement and that um oh what's the word I'm looking for that that fervor for learning this art form that we all started out with. And as always, remember, you can send us feedback at shimmycast at gmail.com or on our forum at shimmycast.blogspot.com and feel free to vote for us on Podcast Alley or Podcast Pickle and leave reviews on iTunes or uh, Yahoo Podcast. Also, don't forget to sign up on the Frapper map because people like to see where their fellow listeners are from. And I just want to say the reason why I ask you all to vote for the podcast and leave feedback at places is to help the podcast become more visible. The way most of these places work is that the more votes and feedback a podcast gets, then the higher up on a popular list the podcast is put And the more visible it's put on the front page of these subscription services. So it's just a little way that you can help spread the word that this podcast is available. And that you like it. And I hope that y'all do. Because you keep coming back. So... This week's review comes to us from Delilah, who is a member of the troupe Myra Nawal here in Northwest Arkansas. And it is of the Belly Dance Superstars Volume 2 CD featuring various artists. This CD has 13 super hits from various artists, including the famous Hakim Orchestra. One of these songs is an original piece exclusive to the Belly Dance Superstars live show. I personally really like this piece of music. There are short biographies of the dancers in the liner notes. This CD has a brief paragraph telling about which music each dancer prefers. And this CD has a great mixture of choices. There's a good sampling of drum solos on this CD as well as some great tribal beats. There are these seductive sounds from Wali Kufar and Abdul Wahib, and the edgy beats from Miami, Khalil Agag, and the Hakim Orchestra. I personally enjoyed the Belly Dance Superstars Volume 1 better than Volume 2 because I like gypsy type music the best. However, if you like the tribal sounds and drum solos, 
and you're ready to shake to some really good beats, this CD is for you. And again, I'd like to thank Delilah for this week's review. This week's article is Just Say No by Salome. Belly dance is a dance of seduction. Belly dance was used by concubines to win the sultan's favor. Belly dance is the eastern equivalent of a striptease. In a word, erroneous. When someone makes a statement that falls into the above category, counter myth with fact. Explain that, traditionally in Muslim society, men and women live in separate quarters of the house. The section where the women and children live is referred to as the harem. We in the West often have an image of a harem being young, semi-nude concubines fanning themselves while lolling on pillows waiting to please the master of the house. This concept was surely formed by fantasy paintings and written works from the Orientalist period and perpetuated in contemporary media. However, our fantasy and the reality couldn't be further apart. As stated earlier, a harem is the women and children's quarters of a domicile. The word itself means forbidden. That is because males, who are not immediate relatives, are not allowed to enter the harem. It is forbidden. In Muslim society, women are shielded from unknown men, and this is one way that this shielding is carried out. While some Muslim women work outside of the home or attend school, many women occupy the role of homemaker. As homemaker, women cook, clean, care for their children, and may also visit with girlfriends and female relatives. This is one context where dance may play a part in a woman's life. For women, whose movement is traditionally very structured, Going to the cinema, joining a health club, or any activity outside of the home where a male relative is not chaperoning is generally unfeasible. But women can and do socialize with each other in their homes, and dance is a diversion that can be enjoyed by and for each other in the harem. Outside of the home, dance was and is commonplace during festive occasions. In gender-segregated celebrations, dance was done by both sexes spontaneously. It was not seen as performance, but as a social, celebratory activity. For centuries, the dance has also been used in these gender-separate social contexts. Today, celebrations may or may not be gender-separated. Often, a band and a professional dancer are hired for festivities. After the professional dancer has retired, the musicians continue to play, and this is the time for partygoers to dance. 
If it is a mixed gender crowd, some women may be reluctant to hit the dance floor. But either way, the spirit of the dance is one of celebration, socializing, and informal entertainment. So I hope you all enjoyed that article from Salome. I think it had some good basic facts about many of the misconceptions that your potential audience might have about belly dancing. And hopefully you found some good counters to those misconceptions that you can use if it comes up in conversation. And this leads me to next week's question. How do you handle negative stereotypes? And this is a really good chance for some of our listeners who might be veteran performers to give some pointers and tips to our listeners who are more novices and maybe have never had a bad experience with audience people coming up to them and saying that perhaps the dance isn't appropriate and things of that nature. So to answer, you can send an email to shimmycast at gmail.com or go to our forum board at shimmycast.blogspot.com. And finally, it's time for the music pick of the week. We've come to the end of another episode. And my poor dog didn't bark at all. Thank goodness. She's been a good girl. This week's song is Fertile Crescent from the album Mystic Journey by Susanna Tian. I hope you all enjoy, and until next week, this is Anala Rabari saying shimmy on. And you guys be careful with the 4th of July stuff, okay? Stay safe. At least for all of you listeners in the U.S. I guess you probably aren't celebrating that much in England. Sorry! <laughs>
Thanks again for listening to ShimmyCast. You can leave us feedback at shimmycast at gmail.com and be sure to visit our website and forum at www.shimmycast.blogspot.com. Remember, the opinions expressed are those of the host and the podcast crew. Thanks again.